ready as I'm going to be. Excellent. <laughs> I, too, am as ready as I'm going to be. How about you, Carney? Are you as ready as you're going to be? I'm about 90% of where I'm going to be eventually. Wow, that's that's great. I look forward Might even to be 93%. <laughs> Oof. Wow, you're you're <coughs> gonna be <coughs> coming in hot. Hello everyone and welcome to the Dedicated Nerds Podcast. I'm Rob Fiorandino. And I'm here with my co hosts, Carney and Dave. Hello, Carney. Hello, Dave. Uh, or hello, and- Rob. <laughs> maybe hello. that maybe that ninety percent number was a little high. <laughs> <laughs> we just I thought maybe you were just passing it to Dave, like we we're just gonna go in and run in a no, circle. No, I, I you said hello, Cardi. I was looking at Dave's name on the screen. <laughs> so now you've had two people say hello to you, Dave. Hello, Dave. Good morning, all. How are you gentlemen doing today? Less than 90% of Less than I, We've had this discussion. Yeah, I'm not even going to take a shot at it at this time of day. Okay. It's bright and shiny for those of you listening, uh, probably in the evening with a with a highball and a cool attitude. We're, we're bright and shiny in the morning with black tea and coffee, I think. How about you guys? Coca-Cola. <laughs> mm, of course, your standard. Dave, you have any beverages going? Just just some water. I didn't have time for coffee making. Mm-hmm. Uh, any follow-up? Anything you want to talk about that we've uh, discussed in the past? Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll insert the music later. I'm scrolling up. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, uh, Dave has a brand new piece of technology that I'm interested in hearing, uh, hearing some thoughts on. Dave, tell me about your... Tell me about your new Apple Watch. What uh, first start out with? What what motivated you to get one? Well, it seemed like it was popular amongst people I know, and uh, I don't typically have the uh, fear of missing out thing. But I I thought, why, why is this thing so popular with the uh, the in crowd? So I decided I better get one. And what are your what are your impressions? Some I want some hot takes, man. <clears throat> well, I guess um, you know, for me, price matters, and I I feel like I'm getting about two hundred and fifty bucks worth of value out of it. Um, it's definitely a change because I haven't worn a watch for about sixteen years, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the adjustment to what it can offer but just the adjustment to something wrapped around my wrist so well let's let's hear what what do you got to say about it what's how long have you had it i picked it up just before christmas um so whatever that is and we're recording maybe two two and a half weeks after that yeah yeah it's probably almost three weeks and It's uh, it's probably getting to the point where if I didn't have it, I would start to miss it. But 
I'm still not used to having something wrapped around my wrist. So, mm-hmm. and it seems like you know I didn't have Series One. Seems like uh, they still have a few things to work out on this one. So I'm really glad that I didn't spring for the first one. Mm, what are the things that uh, What are the things that are bumming you out? Well, I guess for, first of all, the you know I pull it off and charge it twice a day, which is probably a little bit more than necessary. But mm. it's a lot of fiddling. That's surprising because I think the the battery was supposed to be better on this one. Um, Improved. <clears throat> well, I think they rated it eighteen hours, which means you, you still you can't if you can't make it twenty four and then. You know, I think it's a pretty terrible idea to take a battery down super low. And anyway, just a little extra fiddling there that isn't ideal. Mm -hmm. And then its alert system seems like as often as not, you'll get your watch will make a noise or vibrate, you know, whatever you've got it configured as saying, you've got mail. And then you'll look at it. And it's got a little dot saying, yes, you have something t- that I want you to tell you. <laughs> and then you'll try to get it to sh- tell it to you. And there's nothing, nothing, mm. nothing. And then it shows up. So it seems like, you know, they've got the order wrong. The thing, the package should be in the mailbox and then it should alert you. And, you know, it's like a simple thing. but That would annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. Would annoy the hell out of me to get notifications about mail on my watch. Well, that too. But I'm saying <laughs> that the, I understand what Dave's saying about you know no, getting a pre-notification. So you know, what do you do? Hang around and wait for the th- to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Does it on the? Uh, are you using the the Apple Mail client, Dave? Well, I was using You've Got Mail just as a generic thing. It's um, all the. I don't know that there's any alerts that I have going that do or don't participate in this annoyance um it's not just mail it's i have a an app called alarmed that mm-hmm. you know reminders mm-hmm. um trying to think what else pops up there on a regular basis but it's it's not just the email it's mm-hmm. it's all the alar- all the alerts but it's not all the time sometimes Mm -hmm. and then sometimes you'll turn it towards you and it'll pop up on the screen without you having to do anything and then sometimes you have to whack your wrist like there's a bug on it so (laughs) (laughs) wow um rob remind me never ever to hire dave as a salesperson of something (laughs) i want Well, no, we're, we're looking for impartial reviews here, you know. Yeah, but I, I'm generally <laughs> yes. getting a favorable review, but in a manner that makes me want to never buy this thing. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So would you would would you recommend it to uh, non-technical people, or is that uh, or is only technical people need to apply? Well, I, I, I've been thinking about this. It's, 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 I'm not sure it's a technical person thing versus non-technical, although it's not. Well, I, th- I think that it's pretty easy to understand. It's, it's still got kind of that Apple, you don't have to know anything, just put it on and go feel to it. 
but no, I've been trying to think who the target audience is for this thing, and I don't know that it's me. It's it's somebody who uh, gets a lot of, or you know, has to be ready to receive information. <laughs> so, you know, you're you're super busy, and you don't have to pick up your phone all the time and check it. So, this is your thing, and you know that that night that. That is one really nice thing is I no longer, you know, pick up my phone and look at it literally once every three minutes because, yeah, you know, I had, I, well, for me, I have all the, I have my phone turned off noise wise. So the only way for me to know that it something's up was to pick it up and look. So. Mm-hmm. Now, do you literally have it set to, to alert you every time you get an email? Um, on one of my accounts, yeah, but I don't mm-hmm. get that much my email on the, on this particular account. So okay, yeah, that would, <coughs> that would be a little too annoying for me. Yeah, but it's, it's not the frequency <clears throat> of the uh, of the, and maybe you weren't saying you, know, you thought it was, but that it's not the frequency of alerting that's mm-hmm. the problem. It's it's that again to be like, hey Rob, I got something for you, and then you go over and you pick up the phone, and you're like, okay, sure. I'm 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 ready, I'm listening. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's coming in. I'm, it's almost ready for you, Rob. Can you just uh, you know hold on for just a second and then you know touch me again? Yeah, <laughs> hold for the president, please. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. You, so, uh, do you not have that? Maybe you have so few alerts. I don't. No, I get quite a few alerts. I do not have that experience. When it alerts me, it usually is right there with the alert. Um, I do not have any of my email set to go to my watch. I also, within the last two weeks, purchased the Apple Watch Series 5. I did have a Series 3, and I took my Christmas money and went upgraded to the, ver- to the Series 5 as well. And I find it to be much uh, much more responsive, much quicker, um, about the same on battery life as, as they all have been. And I don't have the same compunction about letting mine run down to to whatever. I just charge it when I go to sleep and it on when i wake up and i don't ever think about the battery and that seems to work out just fine but no what uh what color did you end up getting did you get you got the black right no uh the deal that i went with was at costco and they only had space gray oh space gray yeah i guess that's that's apple's equipped that's that's the closest you're going to get to black from apple i think and uh, at least in the aluminum watches But, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I, yeah, I didn't even consider any uh, of the non-aluminums. I was, I was yeah. looking for the, the lowest price point possible without, well, I almost went with a series, I guess it was a three, they still sell. Mm-hmm. That is true, they do still sell the series three. I think you, you, I think you made a good choice in going to the series five. Well, the long-term strategy, though, if I would have gone with a series three, I, I would have had that. And then if I didn't think it was completely terrible when I upgraded to the 5, then I would feel that the 5 wasn't crap, like, <laughs> kind of like you. But I, I jumped sure. in. I jumped ah. into uh, where the water was supposed to be great, and it's just average. So. Mm. Well, yeah, I guess that's, yes, that's probably true. But that's your perspective, obviously. Um, I, I, per- I personally think it's great, but I've had the watch since the very original one, and so I can definitely see the improvements moving up. I guess it's like 
it's like anything else is as it gets better as it kind of it kind of evolutionarily gets better it's probably hard to notice along the way but yeah i don't know for me it's it's pretty good but you know my standard is a regular old watch that keeps time anything mm-hmm. that can't manage to l- rise to that level of functionality and lack of annoyance is substandard and thus far internet watches are way 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 down my annoyance list <laughs> mm-hmm. well no it keeps better time than any watch you've probably ever had carney and yeah. the l- next time that i am going to be defusing a nuclear weapon i'm going to need accuracy down <laughs> to the second level as it is yeah. it gets it within a minute i'm good <laughs> yeah oh no that's that's that's, that's not acceptable not for me acceptable <laughs> yeah no i well i mean i i personally have to start a direct show so it's, it's it's important that we start right exactly at a certain time to the second for some of the shows i direct but so it's handy for that well, and my previous watch was as just as accurate th- as this one, but that's a, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. It was atomically synchronized, so I didn't step up in accuracy. So maybe that was another problem. Uh, well, see, that's the thing that I really enjoy too. Is it is a exceptionally good timepiece. So you know that's kind of most of the job of it. The the the, the things that annoy me are. You know, it'd be nice if it had twice as long a battery life, as you mentioned, and it'd be some other nice... I mean, it'd be nicer if it was a... I don't know. It'd be nice if it was a little bit smaller, I guess, but I don't oh, know. For, me it's, for me, it's just... I went with the big one. Yeah, well, I was so, wondering, you know... I meant, th- meant thickness-wise, but... Oh, well, okay. Yeah, but it's not... It's not. It's the right size for what I want. I mean, it's a nice screen. It's easy to see. I've got... I don't have... I have old man vision, so, you know... I don't know. I personally, I really love it, and I don't find the I don't have the problems that you have, Dave. But I'm a different person, obviously, and I don't have the battery stuff doesn't bother me at all. I've got a couple faces that I really like. I I love having I I interact with it a lot more than just waiting for it to notify me too. And I don't know if you do any of the exercise stuff, but that's exceptional. Um. Yeah, the ring stuff. I, I yeah. If, I, if you're the kind of person that what likes to have that stuff, yeah. Well, I. <laughs> it's not awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A ringing endorsement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just. <laughs> You know, he he could have been sitting there ranting and raving about what an awful product it was for five minutes, and he still wouldn't have done as much damage to my willingness to buy it. I watch. Yes. Well, I mean, I grant. I don't think I don't think anybody's here. I I don't think anybody here is trying to convince you, Carney. No, I mean, good luck with that. Is that I'm I'm I haven't actually worn a watch for years now because um. I got my phone everywhere. My phone is, well, a timekeeping thing. Why why have a second timekeeping thing? (laughs) Right. Especially when you only need to check the watch once every, you know, hour or so. Or check anything. Well, it's not that bad. But, yeah, I certainly don't need (laughs) 
down to the second accuracy that you find gentlemen desperately need in order to make your yes. lives complete. <laughs> well, nice. <laughs> It doesn't it doesn't complete my life. It just makes my clients happy when we start shows on time. All right, all right. I, I will I will <laughs> withdraw my barbed comment in your direction, but it still applies today. <laughs> I see. Well, yeah. I don't know why. I've always been. When, I mean, nineteen. What? When, when was it, Rob? Uh, in the eight, late early eighties. Early eighties for sure. I learned. I learned that you could call Colorado and yeah. listen to the atomic clock and know exactly what time it was. I was like. I'm in. Yeah. And then we had to get radios that had shortwave bands so we could listen at 2.5, 5, 10, 15, and 20 megahertz. Yeah. So, and uh, just so you know, that clock is still ticking, and now you can call yeah, it, it for free because cell phones. Yeah. And it's, I think they, do they still use the same voice? I think I checked like five or six years ago. And it seemed like it's still, still the same voice recording. Yeah. I, I don't think the tape's worn out yet. <laughs> They, pro- they probably digitized it in 1980 using, you know, tremendous amount of computing power at the time, and we got perfectly good recordings now. Yes. So, yeah, I, I can't explain that part of it, Carney. I just always have been very interested in exactly what time it is. So, Fair enough. I have my own ticks, which we are not going to discuss. <laughs> We're not. That's the that's the whole point of this podcast. Everybody everybody gets out their ticks and examines them in great detail. <laughs> well, and then you you also mentioned not wearing a watch. Well, I was in the same position. I I got a watch when I was five, and pretty much had a watch strapped to my wrist until I was what forty ish. And I mean, it was such that my, I mean, I showered with it. I slept with it. I did everything wearing a watch. In fact, my you know, wrist, you could see kind of a, a, a place where it didn't kind of grow as thick <laughs> as I had, because I watched there. Wow. Um, wow. Not just, not, not just like a missing tan, but like your wrist was literally thinner. It seemed like it when you put my wrists up and looked at them side by side. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So. So I went from that to, you know, I, I bought a new watch that, well, I, my watch died. I thought, okay, I finally am making more than seven fifty an hour. I'm going to get a nice watch. And it took me nine months to find the watch that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on. And I was like, heck with this nonsense. Because, you know, it was a bigger, thicker watch. It was, you know, a fancy watch. And at the same time, I was starting to carry a BlackBerry around all the time. So I knew what time it was and had to look at the thing all the time for work anyway. So, yeah, I stopped. And so I've been in a 15-year watch drought. Okay. <laughs> well, then you have actually have followed the general trend of, well, I've got a phone. Why do I need a watch? <laughs> right. No, you're you're saying that, rem- you know, I'm just kind of, I'm on that in that same area. As just get putting on a watch now is just it's new to me it's um you know that watch that i bought 15 years ago is the one that i still have it's an awesome watch but it only tells the time so yeah see that i guess that's the thing is that granted i don't have first-hand experience with it but my wife got one of those watches for fitness reasons and you know i just if i'm I basically got a tricorder in my phone. It's got every function under the sun. If I want <laughs> to have a watch, a specialized, I don't want to have a duplicate of the phone I've got that's with a teenier screen. 
You know, uh, the only reason I could see for having a watch was if I needed a dedicated timekeeping piece. I don't need another phone. <laughs> and it seems like the watch is basically a shrunken phone. <laughs> well, it is. And, and it's, it's so that if you are expecting things to be talking to you, so to speak, that's the advantage that I see in it. My phone can be laying on the desk across the room, and I still get my alerts, and I have to go over and check the phone, check the phone, check the phone. So... <laughs> That's really the, that's really the advantage of it. Now that's why I'm saying it's like, two hundred fifty bucks worth. It costs more than that, so I feel like I'm leaving some money on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're leaving money on the table? What does that mean? Um, I don't know. I'll have to. I, <laughs> well, you said it. <laughs> I, well, what? I would have preferred to spend less for it. Okay, I see what you mean. Gotcha. So and you I think it's a little overpriced for you? You're, you think you're paying a little too much money for the functionality that you're getting? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm probably evaluating it incorrectly, and you know, somebody in 1991 would have said, "Holy cow, that's worth like seven million dollars." But. Mm-hmm. Someone well, in 1991 would have said, wow, why does it keep saying it can't connect to <laughs> <laughs> What's it even trying to connect to? It's a watch, for heaven's sakes. Yeah. No, we haven't invented the internet yet. Well, that's not quite well, true. But well, they definitely I know. didn't have Bluetooth, I don't think, back <laughs> then. I was taking dramatic license. <clears throat> I, don't think, I don't think it had any color teeth except for yellow. So. Um, <laughs> I just got my screen report here, and it looks like my screen time oh. on my on my phone has not gone down. I'm not surprised. Does it does it count screen time as for your watch separately, or does it? Well, that's what combine them all look, together. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to look into because uh, so much of my screen time was just the pick it up, and you know, it's got I have raised awake turned on, and I sure. think it was counting that. So. I would, I would assume so, but yeah, yeah. but I've, I all my raised awake time should be like it's probably on the order of about three minutes a day now, and before uh-huh. it was pretty considerable. Yeah, hmm. don't know. I guess I guess I don't use, really use the do you use the screen report quite a bit. I don't. I think I turned mine off because it was annoying. <laughs> oh, I, I think I, I have it turned on. I don't really look at. It, yeah. Other than, you know, every Sunday morning, be like, "Oh, you, your screen time went up. Your screen time went down." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my screen time is on the, you know, in the one and a half hour per week range. So it's, I don't think it's, that's not like I guess there are people who have that. That's about of, yeah. That's like half a day for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the morning and then yeah. So anyway, I'm not. I don't have it turned on because I'm worried about my screen time. It's just you know tracking something. And, sure. But the I think it comes on by default. So if you, right. if you if you find it at all entertaining, I'm sure you just left it on. Yeah, no, it's 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 an interesting thing. But I, again, my screen time is really it's. I, I do a lot of podcast listenings, but the screen's not typically on, and so on. So I use my phone a lot, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about screen time. Yeah, I think that's for people who maybe have kids more and stuff like that, and are actually worried about that. Well, that seems like a kind of a silly thing to be worried about. 
just to kind of lump all screens together seems rather like a blunt instrument. Well, isn't there a, I don't happen, haven't, didn't think about this ahead of time, but just in general, there's this concern that, you know, if you're sitting there, well, if you're looking at a screen, you're probably sitting there not doing anything else. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the concern. I would think, I would think that's a good, a reasonable concern. I think, yeah, I think that uh, as a parent, you're, you're kind of, for me anyway, I was concerned that, well, is my son just vegging out and could he be out, I don't know, doing something with his body and we would often kind of suggest that he, more, more often than not, we would just suggest that he goes down to his friend's house just so we can get some peace and quiet. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. so I, it, you bring up an interesting point to me is, you know, I went outside and had, you know, unlimited space to do things. And I spent a lot of time outside because of that, but I didn't, you know, you lived in town. If your parents said, go outside, what was there to do? Yeah, I would have to go down to the, I'd, yeah, not, not a whole lot because <laughs> town wasn't that big, but you know, I'd go hang out and see if any of our friends were doing anything. And, you know, generally I didn't do very much outside. I was an indoor kid. Yeah. No, I, I've always felt slighted by having to live in the country until I look back on it. You know, because yeah. I'd, I'd go outside and jump on the three-wheeler three and go snap my neck or something. It was fun. <laughs> exactly. You could blow things up. You could start a fire anywhere you wanted to. Good times. All right. Well, I think we've probably exhausted the Apple Watch Series Five as well as Carney's patience by talking oh, about no, it for no, so no, long. No, no, no. I was just thinking <laughs> that starting fires outdoors is not restricted to the country. But <laughs> That's very just true. Just the reaction you get is a little more immediate. <laughs> yeah. Did well, I either? I you guys go see the uh, the are. latest I Star Wars uh, movie, town. Episode Nine? Little town in uh, Oswatomie, Kansas. <laughs> Oswatomie, Kansas. I. You know, every house that we drove by looking at, they had a fire pit in the front yard. Like, wow. Holy, holy cow, that's... This just, is my kind of town. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the, anyway, so I, it's, you don't see that around here. First of all, nobody has anything in their front yard except for grass. And yeah. secondly, there's a lot of time when starting a fire in my yard would start a fire in your yard, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know what? You don't want to be starting fires in your front yard there in in suburban Dallas. No. On the other hand, that would be entertaining. <laughs> I mean, just give me some advance notice so I can get the news turned on. <laughs> right. Well, it's going to be enter entertaining if you're 17 or under. You know, then your parents can take the hit. Mm. It'd also be entertaining for 50 year olds who are watching from another state. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I think, don't I think, need to apologize at all. I think Rob's trying to hurt us in another direction. Well, I, I am. I, <laughs> that's all right. I am interested to see if you guys went to see the, the latest Star Wars movie. I have not made it yet. And it looks like if we don't make it this weekend, I'm going to have to, well, do it um, through DVD. So no, that's don't avoid the topic because of me. <laughs> well, I would say that it, it's probably going to be in theaters for several more weeks. It's still, it was still like number one or number two at the box office. Even this is now maybe three or four weeks after it's been out. And oh, okay. So it's, I think it's made almost a billion dollars, which 
a billion dollars isn't what it used to be in the box office, and I think they're actually a little bit disappointed in in how much money it's made. But I don't, I'm assuming you did not see it, Dave. I did not. Yeah. But even though, even though Dave and I and a couple of our friends drove for hour and a half to watch episode three, or I guess it was episode <laughs> the third movie, which was episode six. Back in our happy and carefree youth. I do not think this was as good a movie as that one was, though. This was I'm sure you guys have heard some of the reviews by now. I haven't heard anything that made me think, man, I gotta see that on the big screen. Yeah. I think that's accurate. Although I was quite emotional during the film. I'm a huge Star Wars fan and it uh it, it hit it's like you just hear John Williams music blasted at full volume like that in a really nice sounding theater. And just that'll almost make you cry. So, I mean, it was, it was an emotional experience, but, uh, it was not a great film by any stretch of the imagination. Well, even the original wasn't a great film, you know, it's, yeah, you, you have to be back to 1977 or 76 was six or 77, May 25th, 1977. Yeah, you have to be back to 77 and 14 years old to have the same kind of impact, you know? Yeah, yeah. It did hit a lot of the same notes. I mean, J.J. Abrams, the director, is is quite good at uh, at uh, remaking, re- making you feel feelings you felt as a, as a youth. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's, got, it's definitely gotten mixed reviews. I think a lot of Star Wars fans really liked it, and a lot of Star Wars fans really did not like it. And I think everybody in the middle... Uh, or who everybody who's not a star, a lot of people who are not a Star Wars fan just kind of look at it as like a as like an amusement park ride. It was fun. Hey, yeah, we got to see all our people that we like to see, and they're having a great time. And you know, it, it was it was it was fine. Okay. You know, it's kind it's kind of like I don't know. Do you guys have the Outback Steakhouses where you where you guys live? Are you familiar with that? Yes. It's kind of the middle of the road steakhouse. It's it's good steak. It's not like the best. It's not like the finest steak you're gonna get at a nice handcrafted restaurant, but it's pretty good. That's my thought. Yeah, I tend, I tend to think of Outback as being overpriced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say this movie was definitely overpriced. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I'm with the program now. Yeah, I mean it was fine. I didn't like. I didn't like walk out of the theater hating it or anything. It was delicious, but <laughs> it was you know, it's not. It's not like it was the most. not. Order. It's, yeah, exactly. It's it's very much cooked to order. It's not. It was not a, a you know transcendental. Was that the right word? Transcendental experience or transformative experience? None of those. None of those trans things happened to me in the movie. Well, it's oh, pretty good. hard to have. Pretty hard to go to the movie without some set of expectations, because yeah. it's a part of a series. If you'd just gone to this movie as a standalone thing, would that have changed anything? Oh, absolutely! It would have been awful because I wouldn't yeah. have understood anything, and it didn't yeah, really. I was hang about be- to say, if you didn't really hang together. Movie, if you walked into that movie with no exposure to the previous eight films, I imagine yeah. <laughs> that would be the most confusing two hours of your life. It was not a movie that you want to see just yeah blind. It was, you know, it, you know what it is. It was kind of like, I mean, if for those of you who haven't uh, seen it or experienced it, you've probably seen television shows where you know there's just one episode. It's got all the people that you like, and it's generally pretty good. But yeah, it's really not the best episode of the season. It's kind of like that. It was watchable. 
I would definitely say that you do not need to like rush right out and see it in the theater, though. Yeah, but it's worth, definitely worth a rental. Oh yeah, no, no question that it'll uh, get watched. It's just going to be on a fifty-inch screen. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So what's been what's been good this fortnight, guys? Oh, Carney, you got anything? Well, I'll put this under the what's been good. What I'm really looking forward to movie-wise is um, the Birds of Prey movie, which we should be getting close to it opening up. Tell me about Birds of Prey. I don't know what that is. Harlequin. Um, oh, yes, yes. Now I do remember. Yep. Yeah, okay. So th- that one looks like it's going to be... It looks like it's going to be a lot of, of, of violent, sociopathic fun. So for our audience that maybe doesn't know what it is, tell, tell what's the what's the synopsis here? Or what's what's the what um, we need to know? Harley Quinn breaks up with the Joker, goes out and get girl time with other um, superheroes, <laughs> and they basically smash people and break things and race around town in an unsafe manner. <laughs> nice, sounds good. <laughs> Drive fast, sort of like take Charlie chances. Angels, sort of like Charlie's Angels, only with a lot more lot more psychopathy and superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Do they do they have does this Harlequin doesn't have Harlequin doesn't have superpowers, right? Does just some of her little friends do? Well, you know, you just it? you've just opened a jar. It's much larger on the inside than it happens to be on the outside. I see. There there's a put it this way. She runs around smashing Batman in the face with a hammer. You tell me whether she's got superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> so Batman, so Batman is in this movie, then, huh? No, not that I know of. He, oh, maybe okay. Makes a, <coughs> d- d- I, d- in the comics, just, she does that. Yeah, right. I'm just talking about Harley Quinn in general. Is that right? You know, is that one interpretation is that she's just the, a nut, so you know, groupie for the Joker, and has got the other interpretation is she must have something to take all that abuse and continue, <laughs> you know, walking around. Right. Yeah, she's taken quite a bit of abuse. I mean, just dating the Joker is a well, I was thinking more mental superpowers. Combat, but yeah. Yes, no, I know. B- both, though. She's got obviously got mental skills, too. Or something. Or she's mental. <laughs> she, she's least. mental, yeah. <laughs> Craziness is a superpower. <laughs> there you go. Well, speaking of things that are bigger on the inside than the outside, I watched the first two episodes of the season 12 of the new doctor who and oh it i is. fit you a great straight line didn't i you sure did thank you well done uh <laughs> it's and it's quite good it's uh, the first two two episodes are really good i really liked it uh we get to we've we've seen the return of some classic monsters and you might might i'm not going to spoil anything because i know doctor who fans don't like to be spoiled but uh, it continues along that vein, and uh, it's some good stuff. That Jodie Whittaker, the new Doctor, is she is just amazing, and I I really like her a lot. I've I really I've you know to be honest, it's like when you whenever you get a new Doctor, you're kind of like for a little bit you're like, oh, it's not quite as good as the old one, and then pretty soon you're like, this is my favorite Doctor ever, and it's uh, <laughs> it seems like every single one of them have kind of gone through that period for me and uh i really like it so but i i'm a big fan of the show in general right well i mean but that's as good things that they're doing a good job of bringing in new people you know because yeah. i'm just trying to think of the reaction that um, patrick stewart had when they did star trek 
new generation. Oh yeah. You know, and it was like, <laughs> you know, you, you, I just can't recapture the vitriol of people's opinion of a, a old bald guy taking Kirk's <laughs> place. You know? An old Shakespearean actor. I thought, yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah. you know, now people look back and go, how could you possibly have anyone other than Picard right. as a captain? Exactly. Speaking of which, are you going to try to watch the TV show when it comes on? Picard, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I, when does it come on again? Uh, uh, boy, that's a great question. I'm stalling here. Dave, quick, stall. Tell us all about Star Trek The Next Generation, your favorite show ever. Well, actually, I, so Carney said something that made me wonder why he said that. Uh, are you going to try to watch it? What's that mean? Uh, since I don't know when it's going to be on TV, there might be co- conflicts. I might have to stream it. I was thinking about actually like watching it on network TV. Oh, oh I don't think Lord. you're going to be able to do that. Oh, it's, really? It's only on CBS All Access. How, how do you even do that? Yeah. Turn on it's, the TV. <laughs> I mean, it's scheduled to premiere in eleven days. <laughs> Ten episodes. You're gonna have to stream it on Star Trek, or on, yeah, you have to stream. You have to stream Star Trek Picard on CBS All Access, which you can buy CBS All Access through Amazon Prime if you have an Amazon streaming device, or Apple if you have an Apple streaming device. Yeah, or or Roku, I think you can buy it there too. So one of those, but it's not going to come over the airways to my house. No, it'll not be. On, it's not going to be on CBS. Okay, that, zero that doesn't surprise me. If I didn't know it was CBS, but knowing it's CBS, that surprised me. This is me zero. Yeah, well, that's the same. That's the same thing they've done with Star Trek Discovery, which is has got two se- uh, two very good seasons under its belt. Rob? <clears throat> and they the only yep. episode that it's they like ever played on regular in. CBS was the very was the pilot, pilot and that was <laughs> oh I just locked up well I'll just keep oh, talking it back. seems like it's recording anyway uh, yeah so the only episodes that were were available on regular CBS was uh, I'm just making a note here the only episodes that were reg- available on regular CBS was the pilot. And then after that, they had a little message at the end said, see all the rest of the episodes on CBS All Access. Good yeah. luck, suckers. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I don't, maybe didn't say that, but it was close. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, I guess they're hoping that, you know, some people will join up CBS All Access and find other things that they enjoy. I mean, my wife and I bought it, watched stuff for over about two months and called it quits. Yeah. Did you watch the new Discovery? The new Star Trek Discovery? Uh, yes. Sorry. That's what, that's what I was referring to. The only, oh, only okay. thing that we, yeah. We fired it up, watched all f- season one. Okay. And sh- shut it down. I, you know, in the next month or two, we'll probably go through season two. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe wait till the end of uh, Picard is over, which is 10 episodes. So, and then you can watch both. Yep, and I did look at the other, other selections that CBS had to offer, and that made it easy for me to turn it <laughs> off. Yeah, it's not not a whole lot there, unless you really like the reboot of Y Five O, which is not good. Exactly. I can't That's even uh, think of what else was there. Was yeah. it Golden Girls or? I I, yeah, I don't, probably like you know. Uh, Shows that have been on CBS throughout history. So it's probably like Twilight Zone. I think the new Twilight Zone is there actually too. 
but uh, that didn't motivate me enough to to watch yeah. that. I'm actually one of the few people who didn't like the original Twilight Zone. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, the original was black and white, so I was out. Oh, well, I see. But, <laughs> yeah, but um, th- it, th- I you got to remember is that my younger years of watching TV w- were in Germany and. Mm. Some of the stuff that was playing there was perhaps not as current as it was in U.S. at the time. But um, <laughs> the Twilight Zone had some great episodes. And later on, when I was a teen watching reruns, there were some of them I liked. But generally speaking, it's the, the, the horror suspense element put it well out of my normal viewing <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of the jump scare, even when it's on a teeny little black and white screen. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, too, uh, anthology shows for me have never really worked. I like to, the reason I like TV shows is because you like these characters and you want to come back every week and see what, what are these new characters, what are these characters that we love up to this week? And mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's always a new character. And I think, you know, there are oh, there's certainly some amazing episodes of, of uh, Twilight Zone. Some of my favorite television is episodes of twilight zone but yeah they're not all great but there's some really good ones too so it's kind of like you almost want to go through and just kind of hand pick and i think black mirror is kind of the same way from what i understand yeah i've got a friend who's really into black mirror but like you say anthologies just don't do much for me yeah all right you got anything uh, that you're happy about what's been good for you this fortnight dave well pretty small but I uh, the yeah, Apple Watch came with a band that I did not like because it was either too large or too small. So I bought the uh, Velcro variant. Well, not the Apple one. And uh, it turns out having a Velcro band works pretty darn well. So I'd uh, I'd recommend it for eight bucks. It's a it's a steal. Nice. Well, uh, yeah. Is that is that uh, available on Amazon.com or something or? Uh, the one that I got is there. They, I mean, they have a whole bunch of different variations, but all in the six to forty dollar range. I I went to the very bottom, up a notch, and bought it. <laughs> Excellent. So the 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 infinitely adjustable is is where it's at for you. It is. Yeah, that other watch band. I was tr- kind of getting used to putting it on, but it was either one notch too tight or one notch too too wiggling around. So yeah. The fluorestomer band. Which color did you get? Did you get the black one with it or space? Yeah. Cost, oh, you mean the the Velcro one? I got a black one, and then I just bought a space gray one because that's one thing I don't. This band, if it lasts for a full year, I'll that'll be about my expectation out of it. All right. I uh, missed what you said, but I'll edit it. Uh, I'll have to edit that later. Apparently. Yeah. You do not need well, to repeat it. No, well, I mean, just to clarify for the people who did here, it, 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 it's not, it doesn't seem like it's heavy duty, but it's really nice and light. So, you know, that's kind of a benefit to me. So. Mm. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We are dedicated nerds at dedicated nerds on Twitter, dedicated nerds at gmail.com. Visit us at dedicatednerds.net. Thank you so much, Carney. Have a good rest of your day. And to you as well. And thank you, Dave. Have a good rest of your day as well. Thank you. And goodbye, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Cue the theme music.
Wait, is that our new theme music? No. It is 